how do I start making money in education if nobody even follow me? How does that even work? Whether you have followers or don't have followers, you have to break through that limiting belief as it relates to like some people with large followers still struggle with how much do they charge and things of that nature. Right. Mm -hmm. So you got to shift how you see your followers. When I say no followers, so there'll be people with 3,000 followers and say they don't have no followers. There'll be people with 12,000 and say they don't have no followers. We do that. Right? We, we do, do that. Yeah, 15. We, right. right? So here's the, here's the problem with that. If you hosted a podcast boot camp and 12,000 people showed up, you'd be like, good Lord, we had a good turnout. That's a fact. If you host a webinar and 3,000 people showed up, you say you have a good day. It's yeah. only when you're on your social media platform does that number of people not seem like a lot. So if That's your true. pricing is correct, let's just throw out and say you got 4,000 followers, right? Let's go low, 4,000. Okay. And you have a $1,000 educational product. Your only goal is to make one person a day love you. Every one person represents five people. Every day I'm going to put out content to answer one person's question, make them love me and share me with five people. If you do this and also make one person purchase from you at $1,000, $7,000 a week is good money. <laughs> we want one of the dopest e-com coaches in the game. This brother is helping people all around the world build million-dollar funnels, million-dollar education businesses. We rocking with Marcus Rosia. Welcome to the Power Play, my brother. Man, thank y'all for having me. Listen, and I'm humbled because it's, it's pitch and catch, man, ultimately. Here, learning from you all, you guys teaching me a whole lot. And getting a chance to connect with you, I just enjoy the relationship, man. It's hey, likewise, man, likewise. And like I said, when we met you, man, it was just so much game in such a small amount of time that we shared together. And um, I immediately told Ty, I'm like, yo, we have to get his message out because it's just a lot of content creators out there right now that they putting out content, you know, three, maybe even four posts a day, driving everybody to a book a call link with them to yeah. sell a $500 six months of their life coaching program. <laughs> <laughs> so we want you to help us help those people really get their 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 shit together, so to speak. So give me a, a bit from a visionary, a vision perspective. Yeah. How big and how dynamic can an education company actually get? Yeah, so I'll say it this way. There's 4.3 billion active internet users, if you put that in context. Wow. Mm. So I'll tell people, imagine there's two types of people when you go to a festival. You got the people who are there to enjoy the festival. You got those who set up vendor booths to make money. If you don't have something to sell online, you're the person out there spending money. Mm. I'm the vendor booth. Paying $8 <laughs> for the water. Yeah. So in terms of education, they say it's a $320 million, well, $320 million a year business is now going to a billion. COVID sped it up. Mm. Right? So the education company, the education industry is getting larger and larger because now People are going to people like yourself, people like me, to learn versus going to school. People don't are not going to, and there's no shade, I'll say, to full sale to learn how to hook up things and how to set up microphones and sound and become a sound engineer. Right. They're going to people like you and I. Mm. So they don't want to go to culinary school. They're going on YouTube and watching cooking tutorials and learning recipes and perfecting their craft. So it's only going to get larger because people want speed they want to see how fast can i turn the information in my head into income so anyone who's doing that there's always more money in what you can teach than what you do you only got two hands so if you're a barber who's cutting hair all day even if you charge me a hundred dollars a haircut you only got 24 hours in two hands so you speed up your money by allowing people to access your thoughts and not your time nor just your hands and your services i'm gonna be honest with you i think that this is the way we need to be doing things my brother went to college recently and I was pissed off. I really tried to talk him out of it. 
I feel like what we're actually doing, though, Marcus, is going back to the original way of things. Because in yeah. the original way of how we would learn is an apprentice would go find a master. Yeah, yeah. You would go find you an apprenticeship. You would find you the best guy that knew how to do something, and he will put you up on game. Yeah. And right now, that's what we're going back to. These coaches, these online gurus, they're having a bad catch or a, a, you know, a bad stereotype around them. But really, that's the master. And you need, a you need to be an ap apprentice to this brother who's getting his bread. And right now, you are the master wow. to the guys who really looking to monetize and learn how to make this money online. So if I'm somebody who wants to make some money online, right? I'm a content creator who's aspiring to make money online. And I want to even do it with coaching. I love to help people. What, uh, what, like, what kind of following do I need to have? For me to realistically make some money online, that's the best question you could have asked. You don't need a large following. I kind of message. Go, yeah, I go opposite. You don't need a large following. I tell people, when you're on an airplane, you're thirty thousand, forty thousand feet in the air. Right. So the pilot has your life in his hands. You've never asked him how many followers he has. You trust his skills, so you're willing to pay for the plane ticket. You go to the doctor's office. The doctor will write a prescription, you go and get it filled, and never wonder how many followers he has. <laughs> right? Can you imagine right. that? Like, yeah, my daughter's not lit enough. Yeah. <laughs> so it's when you think about the higher the skill set, you normally don't care about the follower count. It's only when we take our talent online do we care about our follower count and think we charge based on that. So the way that I tell people is the only way you should be nervous is if you don't know what you're doing. The higher your skill and the deeper your empathy, it's about if every time I show up online, I'm talking to the exact thing you, I'm answering a question that you have. So if your question is, how do I get started online? And every piece of my content is how to get started online. If your question is, how do I find my first 10 customers? And every time I show up online, I'm answering how to find 10 customers. You don't care how many followers I have. You know that every time you hear me, I'm answering a question you have. So you don't need a lot of followers. You need to be able to drill down and, and get a target. And I think your content should be an answer to someone's question. If mm. you can do that specifically, you're building a human-to-human -human emotional connection. People know how you make them feel. If you're online and you're just getting started, the biggest mistake you can make is trying to sell something. It's not that, I don't, it's not that people don't want it. They don't know if they want it from you. The brand helps them choose if they want it from you. That's when you need more followers. Mm. When you're in a saturated market and it's like, do I want great value ketchup or Heinz? <laughs> right. Yeah. I know I want ketchup. Do I want it from you? So if you so it's not about selling products. You don't need a lot of followers, but you definitely need to drill down and have, I'm gonna say it again, deep empathy and high skill. Mm. Care enough that you will work for free to learn how to solve somebody's problem and be skilled enough that when they pay you, you know you can do it. So I ain't got no followers, wow. but I got a skill set. Yeah. That means I'm qualified to make money. Okay, so so you're now making it sound like anybody can do it. Because, they can. Okay, so I'm about, I'm about to take it to the next level for you, no followers, guys who thinking the same thing I'm thinking. So if I ain't got no followers, how do I start making money in education if nobody even follow me? How does that even work? Yeah, so I think so. It's several things you got in any business, whether you got whether you have followers or don't have followers, you have to break through that limiting belief. As it relates to like some people with large followers still struggle with how much do they charge and things of that nature. Right. Mm -hmm. So you got to shift how you see your followers. When I say no followers, there'll be people with 3,000 followers and say they don't have no followers. Mm. There'll be people with 12,000 and say they don't have no followers. We do that. Right? We, we do, do that. Yeah, 15. We, <laughs> right. right. So here's the, here's the problem with that. 
if you hosted a podcast boot camp and 12,000 people showed up, you'd be like, good Lord, we had a good turnout. That's a fact. You host a webinar and 3,000 people showed up, you say you have a good day. It's yeah. only when you're on your social media platform does that number of people not seem like a lot. So if That's your true. pricing is correct, let's just throw out and say you got 4,000 followers, right? Let's go low, 4,000. Okay. And, and you have a $1,000 educational product. Your only goal is to make one person a day love you. Every one person represents five people. So if I can create good content to 4,000 people, and every day, I, my, this was my goal when I started. Every day, I'm going to put out content to answer one person's question, make them love me, and share me with five people. If you do this and also make one person purchase from you at $1,000, $7,000 a week is good money. Mm. <laughs> you don't need a lot of followers. Here's the problem. People think content will solve their money problem. It won't. Your real competition in the whole market is social media. The way we make money is not from content. We make money when someone leaves the app they met you on, social media, and go to your funnel, your website, your page, your link. Right. You don't make money on social media. So social media makes money when people stay on the platform. Right. Your competition is social media. Mm. <laughs> the reason why content creators don't make money because they don't realize who they're, who they're up against. They think that their competition is other content creators. Oh, I get it. They should be trying to get people off the platform. 100%. That's, <laughs> That's your clever. competition. Okay. Instagram, Facebook, don't, once you start making money and build a following, I pay a whole lot of money for ads. They sell me you. Mm. <laughs> you get what I'm that saying? That makes a lot that of is, sense. That is exactly what they're doing. They sell us. So now, if you got 4,000 following, you're like, I just need to post more. They want you on the app more. And they'll sell me you and sell me your audience. So I'm saying the, th the way that you make money is to drill down, I'm going to keep saying it, deep empathy, that you take ownership for a problem that's not yours. Okay. I already know how to make money. So I take ownership and say I'm going to help other people how to do it. That's deep empathy. I care that you, so that you can solve a problem that I already know how to solve. Now, let me, let me ask you this. So if I, you know, I got this expertise and I'm looking at coaching, how do I identify the problem that I'm trying to solve? Oh, I loved it. Can I break it down like step by step? Please. Oh, like we okay. need that over the shoulder. So first thing I would say is I'm make it as a statement so you can write notes on it. I say pick a problem, but you don't pick any problem. The example I would say is to, if, let's use the cell phone. If you crack your cell phone screen and you're out of the country, you can care less. But if right. you lose your charger, you're going to search far and wide until you go find that charger. <laughs> right, right. So if the problem that I'm fixing is to support people with a cell phone, choose a problem that's worth people paying for it. Don't be a person fixing cell phone screens. Be the person that is selling chargers. So when I pick problems in the industry, I pick problems that were vast. How to, how to, how to, how to actually take your ideas and turn it into a digital product. That's a big problem. That's a huge problem. How to generate leads. That's a big problem. What type of content is shareable content versus conversion content into money? That's a big problem. How to launch your offer? That's a big problem. How to sell a high ticket offer? That's a big problem. I packaged all those problems into one solution. Pay me one price, I'll solve all of them. Genius. I get it. I picked the problem. So pick the right problem to solve. So some of us have literally shot ourselves in the foot by trying to solve and building an entire business around solving the wrong problem. Yeah, 100%. And, and it's one that they're passionate about. And here's the thing. Some people are passionate enough to do it for free, but they're only good enough to do it for free, or people are not willing to pay for it. So the whole cell phone versus charger example is true. It's like 
There could be something that I'll give, I'll give you a very good example. I really wanted to help people with time management, personal development, spiritual development. Well, they ain't going to pay me for that. We did too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we left yeah. that. We wanted to create a whole product for that. Yeah, so the solution is this. You package your passion inside of the problem you solve. Yeah. So in my course, in my programs, personal development, so I do something called the Entrepreneur Work Week, showing them how to schedule their time. So I put time management behind the curtain. I, I, I get it. So pretty much you, that's the extra, that's the icing on the cake that yeah. you're equipping them with. It's in the, it's literally in the entry point of working with me. I still get to do what I think is the most beneficial to them, but they weren't going to pay me for that. That's true because people just generally don't want to pay for something that's going to get them better in this arbitrary way. Yeah. They want the actual, you know, meat and, and the bone. So you breaking it down with that way is just a much more attractive offer. Well, not just that, like it really does help them. You can't build a business bigger than you build yourself. That makes sense. The whole business sits on you. So someone will say, I don't need mindset. Okay, but when you get ready to come up with your pricing, you're going to struggle with mindset. Oh, I don't need mindset. The first time somebody tells you no or sends you a message and say your course was trash, that's not skill set. That's mindset that makes you believe in yourself or not believe in yourself. So, so how important is incorporating mindset into the actual course? Because I, I thought about that. Because a lot of the things – because what it is is I don't want to – overburden them with a bunch of tactical information yeah. when I know one of the biggest problems is going to be getting started. So how much tactical information should you put in your course versus mindset information? Yeah, so I think every single thing that you teach should frame mindset around it. If not, they can't value the information. If I can say this example, so I use the example of um, your digestive system, right? So you know if you eat food, food you put into your mouth, it processes through your digestive system. Right, right. Well, when you're teaching information, you're feeding people words, and it processes through their belief system. So how do you teach me information, feeding me words, without helping me with my belief system so I can digest it? This is why people don't take action. It's not that they're lazy. Nobody want to pay you $1,500 and do nothing. They just can't process the education through their belief system. Mm. So mindset should be in every program because you're serving them by helping them clear out their belief system with preconceived ideas, self-defeating belief. Let me break it down. Why do people need mindset? Self-confidence has nothing to do with how good you are at it. It's how you feel about you. Yep. Self-esteem is another thing because you got to think content is, you, is the mirror effect. You're looking in the mirror, seeing your only – you see yourself when you film it. You don't see other people until you upload it. Right. So whatever image you, you let out is how you feel about you. So when people say, well, I don't know about content, self-belief, self-actualization, self-discipline, self-control – these are all aspects of mindset. Yeah. So how somebody gonna build a business bigger than they are? <laughs> so it's, it's mandatory. You gotta one hundred percent. You're assisting them and being able to process what you're feeding them. So it's just a matter of everyone hears it say, "I don't need that. I just need the other stuff." Okay, cool. Then they're gonna realize the business rises and falls on you. Mm -hmm. This is why you hear people who say, "I don't want to be real salesy." That's, or I don't want to feel like I'm doing too much. No person killing it in the game ever said that. That's their own self-defeating belief. <laughs> you know what I mean? I you, know you know exactly the problem, man? I think me, me and Ryan, too, we struggle at this because, you know, certain people are just at a level two where they're just not going to be watching courses. Yeah. And me and Ryan are there. <laughs> so it's hard for us as people who don't watch courses to create them. Yeah. Because it was a point in my life where I was a course guy. Yeah. And that was a different me. I was in a different phase of my life, 
and when and I when, so I when I was there, so fed after a course. I loved courses. <laughs> like I need I needed that to get to the next level. But now because I'm not there, it's almost like I forgot who that guy was. Yeah. Because the guy now, I don't want none of that extra stuff. I don't want none of that fluff. I, I just want exactly who I need, which is why I don't need to be on the course in the first place. I need to be talking to Marcus, <laughs> where I can ask Marcus a direct question. Marcus give me a direct answer, and then boom, I go ahead and take action. But everybody's not there, so that's some good game. Yeah. That. I think it goes back to what you said, empathy. Empathy is being able to understand where this person is and what they need, yeah. not just where you are. And sometimes we can do that as people and forget. And we even struggle with that sometimes because I think a lot of times as somebody who's an expert, you even forget what that person's struggling with well, I gotta, I in gotta those early stages. Who is the course for? Yeah. Who, who is that for? Like the course. Who, what type of person is a course for? Well, I might be biased. I think everyone can benefit from a course. I think how we visualize and what we think a course is, we think a course is a compilation of videos. I tell my clients, stop putting your brain on shuffle and calling that a course. We just take random ideas, get in front of a camera. That's not a course, that's just recorded videos in a portal. Got it. Not the same. A course should be like what you see on the back of a hotel door. You are here. You locate where someone is educationally, mentally, emotionally, financially, or whatever the goal of the course is. So if the goal is to take someone from being overweight to being in shape, you are here, overweight. The course should promise you to, to drop you off at the destination. You'll, I'm going to drop you off at being in shape. Every module should only serve that point. Oh, to get you from A to Z. You are here. Here is where I'm promising I can take you. The only reason you bought it was because of the program promise. If the course does not fulfill the promise, this is why you, don't, you shouldn't overdo information. Videos should be less than seven minutes. Get right to the point. Tell them what they'll learn. By the end of this video, you will learn how to go from being overweight learning what foods to eat, what workouts to do, without having to go on fad diets and maintaining weight. Wow. I just promised you. Wow. Module one, couple, couple terms that might be foreign to you. What is macros? What is this? Now, this won't be boring. Now, I know the tendency to click off of this, so I created a digital document so you can read this. See how I'm keeping you engaged. Right. Now, I'll be honest, if you miss this part, you're going to miss a lot and you're going to be confused. This is how you guide people. You're, you're a tour guide. You're guiding them through the entire journey. Now, with mine... I film my portal like a reality show. I didn't just do stoic videos sitting down. I'm on a swing. I'm driving a slingshot in Miami. Like, music is playing underneath it the whole time. So you have to add some serious visual components in there. Yeah, I had fun with it. I was me. I, I plugged my personality into it because that's the type of dude I am. I, I, I want music underneath. I want to vibe. I want to I wanna be in the middle of saying something and say, ooh. Rewind that and my video for actually rewinds. Wait, okay, so I'm thinking about this. So let's say I'm a content creator and I already got my product out. Yeah. It's already done. And I'm making a little bit of money, right? And I, what would you say to me if I told you, hey, Marcus, you know what? Come, you know, I did not, I'll be honest with you, I did not do that course like you advised. Yeah. And I'm already making some money. So why would I even waste my time going back and updating the course? Is there any value if somebody's already making money and going back and, and structuring their course the way you just, you just mentioned? 100%. Uh, Blockbuster didn't know that they'd be put out of business. So what they have is a Blockbuster model. In a saturated market, only the best survive. So <laughs> that course, you're right now you build, we, I teach my clients the B3 test. Every product you sell, every course you sell should pass the B3 test. Okay. Anything you sell should, should improve your brand, your business, and your bank account. So if you already got a course and you're making some money, only you're winning. So you're building your bank account. <laughs> 
You're building your bank account, but not your brand. Because yep. nobody else is going to go brag about you. So Got they can't you. go and get other people for you. Mm-hmm. And you can't build a sustainable business. You just built, made money. So at some point, you're going to run out of people in that industry. Your reputation will get bad. Your business get bad when they charge back, when they start doing chargebacks. So it has to pass the B3 test. And there has to be where you can quantify this and say, I know for a fact that if a person walks through this, 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 they can win. Most people couldn't take their course and stand on a stage or do a one-day or a two-day event and teach it because they don't know their own information. I could walk you right now without looking at, at it through my modules. It starts with what to post. If you're getting started online, what should you post? And I break down how to read your numbers this, from shares, what share should mean, what save should mean, what type of content does what. You like I, that? I talk about C3 alignment. What does that mean? C3 alignment is where most people creative, meaning the video, the carousel, the, that, that's, the, that's the creative. The video, okay. the carousel, okay. on down the line, doesn't align with the caption. So why are you doing a micro blog where it's that long with no call to action with a creative that already detailed the information? Right. There's no alignment between the creative and the caption. So that means that content can't perform the way you want it to perform. And then the third thing is the call to action. When, you're, when the creative the caption, and the call to action aligns, okay, now you're doing conversion content. Shareable content is going to be totally different. You see what I'm saying? People don't, don't have a strategy. It. So I say don't post until you know what you want every piece of content to do. Oh, if you, you can't tell me what you wanted that to do, you wasted your time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah listen, if you don't already don't know, go ahead and grab your damn notepad right, right now. Right, Because <laughs> this episode is getting, we already earned a subscribe. So y'all better make sure you go ahead and click that damn subscribe button right now because we've already earned it. And what I want to go Everybody about asking, I want to ask you right now, does it, so it makes sense, before you just create a course, you don't just start making videos, you need to outline, because a roadmap, it yeah. sounds like, you need to have outlined everything from front to back before you start creating videos, is that correct? 100%. So what is that process, is there like a framework to creating a course? Like, it is. What does that look like to actually go about creating it? Yeah, I think, I think module one should be mindset. Uh, where like, pull out my phone yeah. and get these notes real yeah, quick. Yeah, look, we, we over here taking notes. Go ahead. Yeah, module one should be mindset. And when I say mindset, it's not a motivational speech or a sermon. They don't pay you for that. It should be what are the term, what's the terminology that someone needs to know in order to be successful in your program. Okay. So if have you ever been sitting in an event and someone is, is speaking beneath you and you're like, this is boring. I already know this already. Exactly. Yeah. They didn't locate you. So if you talk Beneath someone, you bore them. If you talk beyond them, you lose them. Mindset allows you to map out for a person and locate where they are. You cannot do any program, any course. You can't even start the course until you say, where are you picking them up or where are you starting from an educational standpoint? What don't they know? What do they know? What do they need to know? So I start everything that way. If a person doesn't know what a funnel is, if a person doesn't know what a course is, what don't they know? If a person is saying, how do I make my first five figures? I have to define that I'm picking you up there, and now my course starts at that. Make sense? Makes sense. So I don't start with defining. LLC stands for, no, I'm not picking you up there. Okay. Right? So it should start with mindset. Basic terminology is what they need to know. I start with teaching someone in terms of what money can be made in the space. I teach a MMS, a money mindset statement. People happily pay me, and you fill in that blank in order to help them. And here's why they pay you. What are you helping them do, become, or have? So I start in my program by teaching the way you're going to make money in this space. I want you to write down what people happily pay you. Now, if they're happily paying you that amount without you clearly knowing what you help them do, become, or have, you stole from them. So before you write, people happily pay me $10,000, define what you help them do, become, or have. 
See how we're starting in mindset, but it's clearing the terminology. All right, then we go out of mindset. The next course should be where you immediately start introducing the concept. Okay. As fast as possible in module two. You Now remember, you got a module, which is the main thought, and the lessons support the thought. You only put in the lessons in the videos what is needed to support the thought. Nothing extra, five to seven minutes. If it's a talking head, meaning a straight-up camera that's looking at you, five to seven minutes. Okay, and module two, just to confirm, module two is... Yeah, so module two is where you introduce introduce the concept of whatever your whatever your program okay. is, right? Okay. So you start you you're leading into introducing the concept. Got it. Yeah. Module three is where you start layering. Where if you introduce the concept of podcasting, you're gonna layer it with equipment and things of that nature. Where you layer the con you start layering the main concept, right? Module four is where you give them a win, something that they can an action they can take to put into practice what you just taught and layered. Okay, so you okay, so the you layer pretty much you give them a lesson. Yeah. Okay, and then the win is like a very specific action step. Yeah. And you could flip it. You can go. You can introduce the concept in module two, and then you can give them a win in three, and then you can layer the concept by giving them additional things that reinforce the learning. Because now they just got a win. They got to hit hit a dopamine. If you told them the first thing they have to do is this, or first thing you got to do is buy your mic. Oh, okay. So you give them some actionable items yeah. to actually move forward and get done. Yeah. So the first, first thing you do is this and you tie them into it. Everything you're teaching and you're layering is tied to what they should have already done. If not, they're lost. They can't even do it without it. So you tie them into actually finishing your program. Wow. Okay. Makes sense. So, so it's like you, milestones in yeah. between. And you okay. would have taught them how to do this right 100%. before the module before. Okay. 100%. Right. And that makes, wow, that, okay. So now you're really pushing somebody uh, along the transformational process. To completion. Yeah. I get it. Okay. Cool. If not, if like, so if we say six to six modules, right? So you can go into, let's say if you, if you went into module four and you gave them a win, module five, where in essence, the wrap up of it. Right by now you should be seeing this. By now you should be able to this. Right, module six could be next steps. Okay, so I've so here's what I believe in. Tell me what you taught me, and tell me what you didn't teach me. You, I didn't upsell you. Sell you. I reinforced the learning. Hey, so I've walked you through what to post, and I taught you how to look at social media and exactly what type of content gives you what result. I've taught you what to sell. I broke down. Digital products, services, subscriptions, and programs. Mm -hmm. All right, I'll walk you through how to sell it. So I walk through marketing and sales funnels and email marketing. I'll walk you through how to launch it with our six-step launch process. I taught you how to price it in module five. In module six now, you see what I'm saying? See how I'm got you 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 boom, literally boom, lead, lead boom. them up. They they getting all of these things complete until they get to and the And you see final how they come punch. together. What to post, what to sell, who to sell it to, how to sell it, how to launch. How to price it. The six models. Right, right, okay. <laughs> mm. And, and that, every that, one of them gave you a comprehensive business. Wow. And that's the recommendation of no more than about six modules. Yeah, you can go like you can go as far as eight, but I want to tell people stop taking them long one hour Zoom video posts and putting them in your in your in your lessons. How long should it be? Five to seven minutes. So okay, that may, okay so th unless that makes sense. you're getting straight to yeah. the meat. Yeah, unless, and you can do multiple videos. People okay. rather that. They'll watch five to seven minute videos where you tell, you promise them, offer them a promise for the most expensive thing they have, is, is, which is their attention. Promise me what you'll deliver to me if I give you my gift of attention. Right at the top. Right at the top. Deliver just that and tell, them, tell me what's next in the next video. All right, so I've taught you what to post, but in the next video, I'm going to show you how to actually read your analytics to know what to do more of. You know what? I like that one, too, because sometimes I will see the title and I'm not that interested. But if I would have watched the video prior, it would have told me more exactly what it's yeah. about. 
Yeah, even with the... Let's just say it's a lot of people getting cheated right now. 100%. Damn it, he's going crazy right now. I mean, just <laughs> so much game. Literally, y'all literally un now understand and can take this game and go structure your own course. And I want to kind of uh, go into your framework uh, another level because let's say I, I got my course together. I got no followers, but now you've inspired me to know that I don't need no followers no to followers, make it no happen. Problem. Which is crazy. How do I launch? Because mm. you, you, you talked about launching your course, right? Yeah. I think most people just drop the course, yeah. right? They just put the link in there. But I think it's the difference between just dropping a course and putting a link in your bio and actually launching. What does launching a course look like? All right. So everything that I say is about building a business. You're not selling a product, you're building a business. You're not a person posting content, you're a business on social media. You're not a person on social media. And as soon as you decide to sell content, that is initiating yeah. the business. Yeah, it's a shift, right? So if it's a business, the way I tell people, how often does McDonald's launch the Big Mac? Every day and every month. It's a launch cycle, not a launch process. And here's where people leave money on the table. <laughs> mm. All the emphasis is on the front end, they launch once, and from then on, they just glorified begging. Buy my course, buy my course, buy my course, buy my course. Mm. Because there is no lunch cycle that includes lead generation, conversion, marketing, and sales, right? There is a cycle you, you take people through, them being exposed to you where they become aware of who you are. They, mm -hmm. Once they become aware of it, you have to make sure that they are attracted to you. So what you say determines the attraction. Best way I kick it, if we, it's, like a, it's taking them through a funnel. A funnel ain't nothing more than an automated process of a relationship. You kicking it with a chick, or you see a chick in the mall, and she walk past, and she don't know you, you don't know her. That's awareness. You're like, dang, who is shorty with the, with the white pants? <laughs> yeah, right? she might be smelling good or something. Yeah. Now, you're aware of her, but she's not aware of you. Okay. So you got to make her aware. Hey, excuse me, shorty, shorty with the white pants with the white shirt. <laughs> yeah, what's good? <laughs> hey, that's, hey. That's the Florida holler right I know, there. Right, I know you hear me. <laughs> right. Now, you were aware, she's aware. Now, what you say next determines the attraction of it. And that's your, called your messaging. Yeah. Okay. It's what you say next is going to determine if the relationship continues or die out. In our space of social media, you have to overcome the skip scroll objection. Your first conversion is an attention conversion. Can you get me to watch longer than three to five seconds? Before you get me to sell, selling happens in incremental processes. Can you convert my attention first? You know mm. what I'm saying? So the attraction of it move into capture. Hey, excuse me. You know what I'm saying? I want to see if I can get your number. <laughs> right, right. Well, in our space, click the link in my bio. That's the capture. That's step two. Mm. So first, I need to be able to actually keep you on my page. Yeah. Like, can, can will you watch or hear the whole conversation? If it's, hey, and let's use the relationship term. Hey, excuse me. Can I get you to stop and turn around? If it's the content. Hey, if you're trying to start a podcast, I want to tell you three things to do. Can I get you to actually hear everything I have to say? Right? Awareness, attraction. From that, the call to action is the capture. You're just driving somebody through a funnel. And what should I be asking for? Because I see, a, you know, it could be an email, could be a phone number. Yeah. What should I be trying to capture from the. From Every the way possible to get back in front of them. Okay. Every way possible. So if your process is set up correctly, you get small micro commitments, a yes here, a yes there, where you end up getting all of them. If the first thing you do is offer them, Something for free, like, hey, excuse me, can I take you out on a date? <laughs> right? Right. It's the relationship. If the first thing you do is that, then your chances are you're asking for their name. Because that's the first thing I would need from you if I'm going to continue your relationship. Right. I'm address you properly. Right. right. That makes sense. Next thing is a way to contact you. So in our space, you might say email, you might say text, or both. 
If that's the case, as soon as you give me that, I'm going to offer you what, what, I, what I ask you for, if it's a date or a free lead magnet or a free video training or access to this. So I offer you that. Well, what's the dating process? Automated email follow-up. So over time, I'm nurturing you. 100%. I'm a good morning, beautiful you to death. So Tyshawn, Tyshawn and I, we, we actually went back and forth on this trying to figure this out. And uh, we, we want to get a firm answer from you because we trust you at this point. What is the best contact piece of information? Is it the phone number or is it the email? <sighs> I like email because... Email's been around forever, and the conversion factor is higher, and it's and it's, and it's less expensive. Text message text message marketing is expensive, and I'm I'm more likely to opt out if you text me too much. Got it. You got can it. E you can email me more often, as well as what do you need in order to sign up for social media? An email account. Mm. As long as the internet been around, email been around longer. You go to Macy's or Birdines or Gucci. What are they going to ask you to register? What's so, your email? So you can't do anything without email. So if so what I do is follow the trends of major companies. What are they asking you for? Every major company asks you for email. That's true. So the stat recently was it with proper email marketing, you get $5 per subscriber if email marketing is done correctly. Mm. Yeah. So if email marketing is done gone correctly, you should be generate. you can generate at least it, the value for each person is about $5 per. On a monthly basis? Yeah, per subscriber. I was, that per gets subscribe. me very excited about our email list. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. And, Every and, single and hit the email there. list right. And that, that's, probably, that's probably the key factor right there, yeah. making sure you're doing it the right way. See, th most people say, though, the com see, you, you said something that was interesting. The conversion is higher on emails. Are they, you know, because the open rate is well, over 90% well, of that Well, it, it depends. It? it depends, right? The open rate is higher. You can you can convert. More people can see it, depending on what you're asking them to do. Okay. So you, you've got to remember, the reason I keep making these parallels is because we sometimes forget we're still building a relationship with people. Right, right. Right? So highest form of intimacy in a relationship is you smashing. Well, the highest form of intimacy Message. in business is somebody giving you their money. That's true. So how are you going to be a perfect stranger on social media and take me straight to, what's up, let me smash? The, the money, right. Oh, wow. <laughs> take me straight to the cash register. So if we just make these parallels and connect the business relationship, then you say, what is the best form of communicating with someone? Well, it depends on the relationship. You can FaceTime somebody you know, but you don't FaceTime strangers. Mm. You get what I'm saying? So it I depends do. on the relationship of where they are. That's why segmentation happens. So you can segment people correctly. That's why I say you need email and phone number. Because if segmented correctly, you can send out a quick text to those to remind them to come to your webinar. You know what I'm saying? What's segmentation for anybody that doesn't know? If you met somebody at Starbucks, that's name is Charles, you will put in your phone, Charles, who I met at Starbucks. That's segmentation. Charles your, Starbucks, got it. Your email list and your phone numbers, you segment where you met them at. Social media, webinar. Bought my course, subscription. You segment them in the audience so they're getting a different type of communication and you're building a different type of relationship. Now, okay, so why? Hmm, I'm interested in that because I don't think customer segmentation is something that we're doing. So you're basically saying that based on what the, where the source of the lead came from, mm -hmm. they should receive very specific targeted messages. Yeah, because you create an automated follow-up sequence. What is that? It's automated, like what's... What, it, what do I want you to experience in the first seven days of you getting to know me? The beauty of online is I get to automate and date the whole internet and customize what I say to you, right? So what do I want my experience to be with you in the first seven days? Definitely not talking about me, right? <laughs> right. Now, there's aspects I got to share with you about me, 
So let's say in the first email, I call it a FAQ email. Some question that might be lingering or what you might not know about me, but it's educating for me. So my, um, my clients often ask me three specific questions that I figured you probably had too, Ryan. Number one, they ask me this. So in the email, it's a Q uh -huh. in the actual question. And, I, and it's the question then, my answer's <laughs> below. Hey, here's the answer. Literally, the email is an FAQ, but it's... A question that you know for a fact they definitely want the answer to. You questions. go ahead and address it all up front. Three questions that everyone asks me when it comes to getting started with podcasts. I figured you'd have the same ones. Their name is already tagged because they okay. gave you the name in the email, so it automatically populates their name. And it, the first email they get is the FAQ email. Click here and let me know if this has been beneficial to you at all. I like that. And, and when do you think is a good time for somebody to implement email campaigns to nurture their, their people? Immediately. Immediately. So you're, lo you're losing money. If I can go deeper with this, so only only ninety only about 92, 94%, the number varies, right? 92 to 94% of people that visit a website are ready to do business right then, right? So if we go with 90, 92%, that means only 8% of people are ready to buy. So if you don't have a follow-up campaign, you're marketing and you only have the potential to sell to 8% of the people that visited your page. Now, of that 8%, it's cut in half from 8% to 4% if, a person, if the messaging is off, meaning the person can't clearly identify what does this solve for me. So they delay the purchase. Right. If there is no price value contrast where I see the price and have sticker shop but can't see 10 times the value to the price, that's cut from 4% to 2%. Mm. The last part of the 2% is not do I want it, do I want it from you? And if the answer is no, that's cut to 1%. And most people are marketing and trying to sell to 1% of their audience. So virtually, without <laughs> you wow. basically have no opportunity to really sell on this person without email. Email or text. and uh, That's why I say you want every form of communication. Yeah, I man. want you in my process on my thank you page, I'm, I, I bonus you into my Facebook group. When you opt in, I'm getting your, I'm getting your email. And your name, depending on what the offer is. You know what's crazy is because that really just changes my mindset because it's been multiple occasions where we was just like, nah, that's not even, email is not even worth our time right now because we don't have X amount of emails yet or because we need to focus on these other things yet. But it sounds like you're not even in the game if you're not immediately collecting that information Bro, you to want, start. You want everything. Man. Everything. You, it's like, do you, want, do you want steak or mashed potatoes? Both. Both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, both. Both. Why? It's a comprehensive thing. Remember, we're building a business. So social media, it's a, pre -flat, a free platform to find your ideal or dream client. Email marketing, it's a way to communicate with the people that you found for free. Text message marketing, it's a way to send out a blast, a quick call to action to those who you've already nurtured on your email list. Hey, don't forget tonight we're doing this and this. Hey, flash sale for this. This quick messages. These are nine-word messages. Are you still interested in starting your podcast? It reads that way. Nine-word messages. Hey, not sure if you knew I was doing blank, doing a flash sale. That's what text does. Mm. It reiterates. Email, you get longer. You get to explain, overcome the objection, present the offer, show details, yeah, outline, so, teach. Oh, which is crazy because I've seen some of those longer emails, and I thought to myself, who the hell is reading this? But it's, it's actually somebody out there it's that is literally you taking them through a, a process in that one email. Yeah, so we talk about selling low ticket and selling high ticket. So the way, that, the way in which you buy a cell phone is not how you buy a house. <laughs> Depending on the price. <laughs> right. Right? The way you buy a car is not how, is not how you determine what, what pair of shoes you buy. That's a good point. It's an impulse mm -hmm. buy. So what are you selling? 
if you're selling to people that you really want to build and do business with and they're part of your community, do you want an impulse buy? Do you want a $200 pair of shoes? Or are you, are you selling, like, I sell stuff at 10K, 25K. The sophistication of that buyer is different. I get it. So the yeah. person that's reading your email, that's the person that you want to be talking to. Yeah. And, and, okay. so, and so let me let, let me ask this here, too, because I want to back it up a little bit for my guy here, especially the guy we was talking about at the very beginning who's still trying to figure this stuff out. Or the young lady out there. Exactly. <laughs> so when it comes to this person, they still need to even, and they're still trying to figure out what exactly the messaging is because mm-hmm. they trying to figure out exactly who the person is that they're looking to go about building something for. If they don't have a course yet, they have an idea of what they want. So let's say for us, right? Like we podcasters, we want to put something together for people to help them with podcasts. How do I know exactly who that person is? How do I nail down mm-hmm. who this person is and how to put together the messaging for them? Yeah. And can you define, before you answer that question, can you also define like what is messaging? Okay. So messaging is marketing. People separate them. So People don't buy what you sell. They buy what you say. We all purchase words. (laughs) Go into a restaurant. You see a picture and you read the description. You purchase words. Go on a website. What did you purchase? Words. With this microphone, pictures are words. Mm. Right? So we don't, when we look at billboards, all of us do nothing more than buy words. Words expressed through images, through pictures. So messaging is marketing. This is the biggest mistake people make. So if I were, and I use this example a lot, so if you ever hear me say it again, if I was starving, I'm talking about stomach on empty, and I'm on the interstate, and I see a billboard that says food next exit, right? So that means if I'm hungry and you own a restaurant, I'm your ideal client. You're who you, I'm who you want to sell to. Right, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. So I'll use both of y'all. You got a billboard that say food next exit. Uh-huh. You got a restaurant that say soul food, seafood. Everybody eats, B. Even vegan options. Yeah. Which one would you pull off to? Food next exit or soul food, seafood, even vegan options? Man, food next exit. Yeah, because okay. yeah, I'm hungry. Right now. Okay. We want it right now. Okay, so you see food next exit. Another one says soul food, seafood, even vegan options. Here's the deal. Most people wouldn't pull off the food next exit because I'm questioning, will it be worth my time? Because I don't know what they sell. Oh. oh. Look at that. that. That's how we second marketing. That's actually a good point. That's, That's how you know I'm messaging all damn fucked yeah, up right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, we need to go yeah. back and change everything. You know what? Because I'm really thinking about it if I was really driving. I'm like, I don't know what's over there yet. So what? even if I'm running out of gas or something, I'm still going to go uh, to I'm what I I'm kind of a I savage. Know. I think I pull over. I'm, I'm kind of risky. See, but, the, but, <laughs> no, but you, well, you would never pull over, if, especially if you didn't see that sign, what's on there, because that's like a major thing. I'm not just looking for food next. I'm looking for actually that little, those all those little photos. Of so them. if the left one said soul food, seafood, even vegan options, what would normally happen is, let's just say if we went with that one, soul food, seafood, even vegan options, yeah. what would you choose? Soul food, seafood? like what? Seafood. Soul food. Right. Now think about this. You will pull off because you heard what you had a desire for. Yeah. That's what messaging mm. is. It attracts you to it based on what you already have a desire for. If you don't have a desire for it, I cannot attract you to me. Marketing draws is how you attract an audience to you. Messaging is the way in which we do that. So if a person doesn't have a desire for what you're selling, you cannot have messaging or marketing to attract them. Now, can messaging create desire? Because sometimes when I see the Chick-fil-A a couple times, then I get kind of hungry. Um, I believe it, it, it can, but here's the real reality. Not often. Gotcha. Because it's too hard to overcome the objection of, I'm not that hungry. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> right. So you can, you can excuse your way out of not doing it. 
So you have to direct or channel the desire. And when we talk about the exit, remember, in business, whenever you are running ads or doing organic content, what do we call it? Driving traffic. Mm -hmm. That's why I use the exit example. So if we drive traffic, social media is the interstate. You're trying to get them off the exit of your content to click the link in your bio. If your messaging is bad, I am not getting off the interstate of all that content to click your exit. And this is what most people's problem is. They are food next exit in their content. And it ain't even, wow. I mean, you ain't even driving traffic wow. at that point. If you're trying to, if, you, if you're trying to, just, like at that point, that's convincing traffic, trying to change their mind about it. Yeah. And, and then it takes more even, touch points, so it's much more expensive. Yeah. So going back to it now, the original question was like, if how do I nail down or figure out who the hell I'm supposed to be creating this message yeah. for in the first place? Yeah, so I think that the, you will, you will always attract, you are your, your dream client. So you always attract people based on who you are. Your first case study should be you. Solve your own problem and then tell people how you solved it and that's how you build your audience. So you start with the character traits of who you are. I'm a very decisive buyer. I'm sight unseen. If you try to sell me something, you lost the sale. I'm very decisive. I know what I want. So if I talk to you and you is shysty salesman, you lose me. So I sell the way I want to be sold to. Got it. I communicate the way I want to be communicated to. So you attract that. So I would say to anyone who's just started, your messaging begins with, now I'll give a framework if that's cool. Y'all can tell I'm a framework guy. And we are framework Man, guys I as well, it. so I we appreciate it. that. Yeah, like everything, that. everything is broken down and disseminated. But when choosing the people you want to work with, you are your ideal client. So now you're going to grow in your business. So who you are a year from now is not who you'll be when you start. So this is how you evolve with your audience. So when I started, I was writing books, I was entry level, et cetera. So at a certain point, you've got to be able to stand in the mirror of who you used to be and be able to answer those questions. Mm. So I'm not, I'm not trying to figure out how to make five figures a month. I've way past that. We have multiple seven-figure company. Got it. But I remember what it was like when I was trying to close my first client. So I stand in the mirror and ask, what did I do? What did I say on that call? What was my doubt? So I can teach that person in a track. So my content, in essence, is an interview with the old me. Wow. <laughs> so okay, now you 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 kind of breeze Rapper, over something. We go, oh my, he, we almost had we almost had quote on this one. Yeah, right? so I mean, make so, it make make it make an impact on this one. You you just uh, breeze over something. How you started, you know, writing books, teaching people how to write books, and then now you're doing something completely different, teaching people how to build, you know, uh, you know, very strong, massive education companies. So my question is like when you when you go from offering one set of things to offering the next, like what is that process? Like what is that how do you transition without, you know, running away all the people that follow you? Yeah. Cause I think the question is because we tell people, you know, and I've heard that if you have a following, you can make money from these people over a lifetime. Mm -hmm. But that means that the products and services will have to change. So like how does that come about? Yeah. So the natural the natural evolution of it is when it comes to me. I don't want to work with nobody that I don't enjoy talking to and being okay. around. Okay. Right. So if it gets to a point, and we all have been there, you ever get aggravated with what questions someone asks you? Yeah. 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 Right. Absolutely. <laughs> like you. But so, it's certain questions I can ask you that you can talk about for hours and days, and it feels that I would love. I'm, I would be happy that you asked that question. I watched y'all went light up with podcasts. You was going down the list. You looking at it, right? It, it didn't feel like a chore. Right. Right. That means if you keep getting questions that aggravate you to answer, you've outgrown that level. Mm. So that's when you realize you need to create a course. You need to create a digital product on that. Why? You still want to serve that audience. Let them access your thoughts without accessing your time. They mm. shouldn't be able to ask you. They should get the answer to that question 
where you sit in front of a camera, answer them all, and provide that in that form, right? You can't, so you're not gonna get me to live in my, in my past and not be able to grow and accelerate. Think, think about we've been on here almost an hour, how much information I'm just spitting out that's inside of me. Right, right, right. So imagine me going all the way back to, well, I don't know if people will buy my $20 book. What? You're not even trying to deal with those people. You're stifling my growth because I've, I've evolved past that. I used to feel like and struggle with, with people buy my $20 book. Now I don't feel that way. I feel like anybody that says no to me, they get to keep their problem, I get to keep the solution. I don't feel like you said no to me, you said no to yourself. Mm. I'm, I don't have those self-defeating thoughts and ideas. Why? I care too much about you. I invest money and time. I just came back from Mexico for a whole week for a think week to just think and plan and create new ways to solve people's problems. So I know more about you than you know about yourself. If you could solve your own problem, we wouldn't even be talking. <laughs> That's a fact. <laughs> that is a huge fact. I love the game. Man, hold on. Wait, step back. Step back a little bit from the mic because it's, it's, it's on fire right now. It's steam. <laughs> it's steam. Right, listen, y'all, this eats, is probably a show that you're going to need to watch twice. This is advanced Because studies. this here is like, it went from beginner, intermediate to expert real fast because I, I, feel, I don't think I'm a beginner and I think I'm above the intermediate. And you still gaming me up. Wow, and wow. as a matter of fact, we like to keep the show at 45 minutes, so I'm going to go ahead and close it out. But I'm going to close it out by asking you one more question, actually. So I, I don't even know why I said I'm going to close <laughs> and it listen, out. And listen, and get a soft commitment for an, another episode. Right. We, it's facts. just too many gems remaining. <laughs> it's too many remaining, y'all. So let me ask this last thing. So I got... I figured out how to put the framework for my course. Yeah. Okay? I figured out who I'm talking to. I got a little bit of messaging down. Okay, I got I got some basics, and I even know how to launch it, right? Yeah. How do I determine how to price this joint? Yeah, like how do I say what my value is? Because I think a lot of that is based on mindset. Yeah. When I'm determining my own value and the worth of my product, what do I need to consider to do that? Yeah, so somebody might hate my answer, but I'm an integrity guy. So I'd say <laughs> you take the least amount you're willing to charge without withholding information. If you charge so low that when somebody asks you the question, you say, you didn't pay me enough for that, you need to raise your price. Take the least amount you're willing to charge where you're, where you're willing to answer the questions and the most you're comfortable charging without flinching. Take that, take that range. You're somewhere in the middle. Now, last but not least, you normally think your whole lot of money number is based on what you paid before. Unless you're a psychopath, you live in harmony with your core values. So any number you think is too much to pay someone else, you normally think it's too much for someone to pay you. Ah, uh, that's true. Because right. you could, like, I wouldn't pay for that. That's the first thing you say. I wouldn't yeah. pay for that. So you impose and you transfer that belief. So the only way to increase price is to charge based on what, think about this. When you invest in a program, you're not buying their program, you're investing in yourself. So if you think that it's a lot of money to invest in yourself, your value system is off. I know people who spend $200 on steak. I know people who spend $300 on a bottle that costs 30 but if I have a coach, if, if right now I invited a group of people to come learn from me for three hours to teach what I'm teaching now, man, it's three hundred dollars. That their value system is off, which which shows up when they charge other people. So your pricing should be your floor, the least amount you're willing to take, where you're willing to add, answer as many questions as possible, and the most you're comfortable charging that you paid before, that you know you won't flinch and go down on your price if they say no. I think that is such an accurate depiction of what you should be doing because we charge, you know, two fifty for for I've charged two fifty for something I was selling, 
And man, when I tell you I was pissed when some of the, I'm like, yo, these some questions that <laughs> these ain't no 250 questions. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I was angry. You know what I mean? So I understand. You what sold the, yourself short. That you sold yourself short. Right. And uh, so I totally understand. I think that's a good law. Yeah. We're gonna put that one in the place. We're gonna matter of fact, I'm gonna have me like a little stress ball. And but yo, ask, ask me anything. <laughs> <laughs> and if I start squeezing this shit out that stress ball, then I already know price gotta go up immediately. Price. Yeah, because <sighs> if, if I can say this really quick, you'll you'll end up decreasing the value because you decrease the price. Yeah. You never want to decrease the value of something and sell it because it breaks the B3 rule. You ruin your brand, but you built your bank account. Don't decrease the value. Increase the price. Man, you done took us to the B3, the C3, the I'm going to be honest. G3, we're going crazy. If you made it this far on the damn show and you didn't subscribe, this is a sin by now, okay? <laughs> right. Because you got enough game in this episode to go make a whole lot of money. I told you, he pulled up in here with the nicest car in the parking lot. In the lot. neighborhood. And now at this point, you got some game so you can have the nicest car in the parking lot. Man, thank you so much, brother, for coming up here and kicking it with us kicking it with the audience, dropping this game. This was some righteous game. This was explosive, That you man. went ahead and put together here Everybody for us, man. Eats, Thank y'all for having me, man. It means a lot. I need you to talk to my audience. Tell them where they can find you. If you got anything special for them. Yeah. If you got anything special for them, you know what I'm saying? We like to take care of, <laughs> we like to take care of the power play players out here. You we know what do, I'm saying? We're going to see what he got for you. You know I what I'm saying? You. I got you. So whether you're the FBI or jealous girlfriend, Marcus Y. Rosier on all platforms. I'm the easiest guy in the Rosier. world. Rosier. Yeah, so Marcus, the letter Y, R-O-S-I-E-R. Don't leave the Y or you're not going to be able to find me. Marcus yeah. Y. Rosier. Um, in terms of if you need access to anything, you can go to www.monetizewithmarcus.com. There's a free video training that teaches you. The, the purpose of the training is to show you how to go from idea to income. So what's the first steps of actually outlining and creating your course? As well as you're going to get an email sequence. There's also a free course in that. So I'm going to give you free to death. And if you have questions beyond that, what I charge for is helping you with implementation. I don't charge for information. Wow. I'm going to be honest, man. You, one of my favorite analogies you gave was the analogy of dating and smashing to being able to meet your client, nurture them all the way to, to the go to the transaction. Yeah. And if smashing your client is having a transaction, <laughs> this man over here is a slut because <laughs> he over here getting this check. All right. And just so y'all know, rock with my man's y'all trying to get this money online. And for anybody trying to launch, grow and monetize that podcast, you know, we got that free podcast workshop down there for you. The link is below all of them. As a matter of fact, are here. Thank you again, brother, for tuning in to Incredible. another episode of The Power Play. And thank you guys as well. Listen, we out of here, baby.